0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey Podcast with your host, Emma Daughter.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Join the Journey Podcast. My name is Scott Sanglish. I'm filling in for the great Emma Daughter, who is away in Israel. And I'm here with Nathan Wagnon from The Eden Project. What up? And Jordan Thompson from Watermark Community Church, one of the filmmakers uh, that does all the beautiful work that you see on the stage. Good to be here. Jordan, how did you get here?
0: Man, I don't I was waved in here <laughs> while looking for a tripod.
1: Okay. Yeah. I,
2: I got I, I So if you're wondering how to get on the Join the Journey podcast. You just you just knock and the door will just
0: be open. Go look for a tripod yeah. somewhere
1: in and- some biblical culture Literally. And you'll mm. just
0: stumble into a join the journey podcast. I love it.
1: Nathan, I got a chance to learn under you in the Lay Institute I'm a couple of years ago. No, it was amazing. And I also got to learn under you in the
0: Institute I'm Institute. Also- <laughs> <laughs> I remember both of those things. Well, people th- don't think that we did that, you know, they don't because totally we're did, like yeah. we're, we're film guys. But but we did that stuff, too. Like, we know some stuff yeah. about the Bible. We had know? to read the
1: Bible to work Yeah,
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> very perspicacious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, if, in case you're wondering, hey, what does perspicacious mean or perspicacity? Uh yes. Uh, it actually means having a ready insight into things. And mm. so we want to have a ready insight when we read the Bible. Yes,
1: I love we that. Do. That's a great. So as as we talk about that, we're going into Exodus 14, mm. which has some pretty uh, tough theological uh, interpretive challenges here, Nathan.
0: Oh, don't give it away.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, one of the top questions that people ask, uh, you know, I mean, you guys know about the great questions ministry, right? Our apologetics ministry here Watermarks, the team I serve on. And, yeah, one of the top questions that we get asked is um, about divine sovereignty and human freedom, which is a really great question. Yeah. Like, hey, does God kind of, like, determine everything? Do we have a choice in all of this? What's going on? And so, obviously, contextually, what's happening here is the Hebrews are like, man, we're getting the heck out of Dodge, right? They're leaving Egypt after these after Yahweh has shown himself supreme. By kind of defeating all of these Egyptian gods and showing himself supreme in all of the cosmos, he's going, okay, yep, yeah, now we're, we're moving on." And it's really interesting because uh, the Egyptian army, like it says in verse eight of, of 14, um, Yahweh hardens the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites who were marching out boldly. so it's kind of like, we're out of here and then and then everybody's like, Run for your life! You run away! Run away! What's that from? <laughs> the run away, run away! Oh no no no! It's uh it's 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 uh Monty Python. Oh. Run away! Run away! Anyway, uh, they're all running away. Well, they get to the actual Red Sea, and it's it's really cool because uh, the Lord is like, "Hey, dude, why are you crying out to me? Like, keep going, you know." Which is a, I mean, dude, if I'm if I'm backed up against the water and pe- and an army is pursuing me then I'm definitely asking Yahweh like hey dude what are we doing here you know but it's the it's funny cuz the lord is like why are you asking me that just keep going like it's super interesting that that the Lord is like, yeah, don't worry about that. Even a body of water, I got it, no problem. You know how incredibly
0: discouraging, right? That you're like, you've mobilized all these people, yeah. and you're like, okay, we are we are taking off. We've got gold, we've yeah. got all the goods, and we're we're headed in the <laughs> yeah, right direction.
2: You like plundered Egypt on the way out, and you're yeah.
0: snaking through these like canyons, and then you get to this open beach, and it's like where are we going to go <laughs> like we got we got an
2: army right behind us it's not like we can scale these cheese grater mountains totally it's crazy, you know? and you got Aunt Ethel right beside you, and you're like, "Well, what do we do with all the, you know?" Yeah, so it's a lot of,
0: it's complex. Yeah, right? and you think people complained in the wilderness. I mean, oh, can right. you
1: imagine being on that beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh a, my God. There's a well, sense of. I think there's an extra context of all the things that they went through before they left, like all the yeah. pla- like witnessing all that. So you're you're going in with all that baggage, and then you're on the run, and then you have this army behind you, yeah. and then you see this this sea in front of you, and you're like. Are you joking? Yeah, me? totally. But
2: as we'll see multiple times, this is this is one of the main themes of Scripture: is um, you're in a tight spot and you cry out to Yahweh, and Yahweh kind of all like every single time is like, "What are you worried about?" He's like, he's treating it like it's not that big of a deal. It's, I mean, it you know, if you will allow me, it's kind of like the waves are pounding against the boat, and God is asleep on a pillow in the stern. It's like, hey, dude wake up, don't you care, you know? But Yahweh is just like, he's like, this is not a big deal. Like, I got it. And and everybody's freaking out, but the only one who's not freaking out is Yahweh. And that's flipping awesome, all right? But the question that people end up asking a lot is, hey, uh, in this, did Pharaoh actually have a choice in whether or not his heart got hardened, right? Um, Which, again, shows up in Romans 9, uh, where, you, you know, it says the Lord uses Pharaoh as an object for someone who's like, you know, this person was prepared for destruction. So, here's the really short answer to that really complex question. Is that the scriptures always present both parties as having agency. So, it's like, well, did the Lord harden Pharaoh's heart? And the answer is, yeah. As, as my esteemed colleague, Scott Sangbush, sitting here next to me, said before we started recording, the Bible does say that. <laughs> it is inerrant. Like, he, he did harden Pharaoh's heart. However, the scripture just as clearly teaches that Pharaoh is hardening his own heart. And so, you have, you have both people in the equation who are acting as free creatures making meaningful choices. Now, the deeper question is how much agency did Pharaoh have? And, and I think even uh, aside from that, the question people often are wondering is, does God force himself on someone's will? And um, what we see is Pharaoh, who viewed himself as literally, I mean, not, and not just him, the entire, uh, all of Egypt, and frankly, the entire, a lot of the Near East, viewed Pharaoh as a son of God, the son of Ra. And so, Pharaoh views himself as a deity. So, when you have a deity from a lesser people group who challenges Pharaoh's right to rule as a son of the God or the gods, then clearly Pharaoh is not, he's not going to like all of a sudden be like, well, you know what? I've been deeply formed in, in a lot of really good ways that show me that I should, that I should yield to Yahweh. No, no, no. He's, he's already been deeply formed to go, no, 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 no. No, I'm the God. I'm the one who's doing the this. And so you, you see um, Pharaoh is already hardening his own heart, has been hardened. And what Yahweh ends up doing, this is the definition of sovereignty. What Yahweh is doing is he's going, hey, I will take the meaningful choices of this free creature who I did not force to, you know, push himself forward as a son of the God, gods, and I will use his choices to further my plan of salvation. And so, which is sovereignty, right? It's God stepping in and going, "I am not forcing myself on anyone." However, I am using the choices of of um, the meaningful choices of free creatures in order to push forward what I ultimately am going to achieve. That's the definition of sovereignty. So, if somebody asks, Did God, did Yahweh harden Pharaoh's heart or did Pharaoh harden his own heart? Then the answer is
1: both. Yeah. The answer is yes. So basically what you're saying here is that because Pharaoh had already chosen to follow his Mm -hmm. route, God allowed him to choose that. Yes. Further advance that for his chosen
2: people. That's right. Now, then somebody will ask the philosophical question. Well, somebody had to have chosen first, right? And my answer to that is, yeah, the Hebrews didn't care about that. Like we're, so anytime anytime you raise a philosophical question that uh, becomes an unsolvable or an untenable uh, proposition forced onto the text, then you've automatically violated the laws of proper hermeneutics or the the laws of, of proper Bible study methodology. In other words, don't ever, like your philosophical presupposition never trumps the text
1: right don't don't read into the text what the text is not trying to tell you yeah
2: so when someone's like well it had somebody it had to be first like and and i'm just like yeah nope it it doesn't it can be both the lord is trustworthy he is he is he's the only one who can take a bunch of meaningful choices of free creatures and actually push them forward like romans 8 says for your good so like definitely like if you have to pick sides like you should be in his corner like without a doubt um, and so I would say definitely don't harden your heart. And also I think I would say just be encouraged that when you see things happening around you, um, like an army at your back, you know, who's who's bearing down on you, um, that if you hang with Yahweh, like um, ultimately he will get you out, right? And you're like, well, but well, what if I die? And it's like, yeah, not a problem for him. He's taking care of that. Like, which is why our ultimate hope as in as christians is in the resurrection when god makes all things new when he restores and fulfills eden oh Amen. there you go eden you project baby See what you did there wink <laughs> wink wink
1: nice transition yeah, well, I love it. we thank you so much for your time today nathan and your wisdom and you as well jordan thompson
0: oh man i, I yeah, i'm happy to be here happy to contribute <laughs> like i did it's
1: awesome well we're we're out of time today um And we loved loved being able to fill in for Emma today. We hope she's having a great time in Israel. Shout out to Emma in Israel. I'm so glad that we are all on this journey reading the Bible together. It's super fun.
2: Hey, we want to
0: thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.